How can I prepare best for interviews this fall for internship roles next summer? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. So we had a question come in chat. Uh, one of our users asked, do you have any advice for a college student trying to land a software engineering internship for the summer? What are some best ways to prepare and network? Companies that are looking for internship type roles used to hire for their summer internships in the spring. And so, you know, they wanted enough lead time that they could go through and they could collect all the people that they wanted to interview and get through the interviews so that, you know, hey, now, now that we're through the interviews, it's summertime and our person can start right away. And then other companies are like, well, we want to beat everybody to the punch. And so we want to like get all the good candidates. So we're going to invite people to those interviews a little bit earlier. And so then those companies started getting uh, like all the really good intern, intern uh, applicants and everybody else got kind of what was left over. And so other companies are like, well, we'll go earlier than them. And then other companies are like, well, we'll go earlier than them and we'll go earlier and earlier and earlier. And now summer internship interviews typically now are happening like September, October, November for next summer. It's like, that's a huge amount of time between making a decision of, yes, we want you to come work with us and actually having you start work with that company. There's like a huge uh, lead time like seven, eight months sometimes before you actually go start that internship. So it's, it's, it feels weird to me to wait so long, but at the same time I get, you know, they don't want like all the last minute procrastinators of like, Oh, you know, I should probably get that summer internship. So I suppose I should apply for that, that internship role. I mean, they're probably all, all taken up by, by the holiday season at the end of the year. Um, and into the winter companies stop having as many internship type interviews. So, just to kind of set the stage for people that aren't aware of the common sort of university college internship application process. So this specific question is, do I have advice on trying to land an internship for next summer? What are some best ways to prepare and network? The networking aspect is, is a little more straightforward where you want to try to find companies who are hiring for interns and you want to start reaching out to those people now. Um, always the sooner, the better you want to, you want to have time to sort of build up and nurture that professional relationship where you introduce yourself, you let them know the kinds of things that you're interested in, the kinds of projects that you've been building, even if they're just the academic projects that you've been doing with your school, that's fine. But starting that networking sooner than later is always going to be beneficial for you from there. Then you're going to need to figure out, okay, how do I stand out as an applicant? Part of what's going to make you stand out for an internship are your academics. So you'll want to list out the skills that you know, any academic projects that you've got. And then in your education block, you'll probably want to put like some of the courses that you've taken that are going to be highly relevant to that particular company and maybe a GPA. Now, it's not always necessary to put a GPA on there. And there are people coming out of boot camps and, and coding programs like Turing and so on who can also go apply for these internship roles that don't necessarily have like a project portfolio built out yet, or they haven't even finished the, the program yet. 
to even like go apply for that internship that's not happening for another seven or eight months. But when a company opens up an internship role, <clears throat> excuse me, they know that you don't have a huge amount of background in programming. Their expectations are actually fairly low. They do expect that you can code. They do expect that you've got a lot of fundamentals. And so those internship interviews are gonna be mostly data structure and algorithm centered, may not be centered as much around go build a full application, you know, where a user can log in and save things in a database. Like that's not gonna be an expectation for an internship role. The internship interviews are gonna be more data structure and algorithm based. So the preparation for those internship roles are gonna be more about, unfortunately, leak code. Um, I've got some YouTube videos that you can go watch on how to do leak code in a smarter way. And so you can go check out those videos. And it's, it's really about like, how do you study the strategy of these algorithms and not memorize the syntax of the algorithms, but at least have the high level strategies of how do I do this kind of problem? How do I solve two pointer problems? How do I solve sliding window problems? that you've got those strategies kind of ready to go. So when you hear a prompt of a problem, you're like, oh yeah, that's a sliding window problem. I know how to do that. That's the level of familiarity that you want to get to. So the more of that data structure and algorithm practice you can get in before those interviews start, again, they could start as early as next month. They could be more like October, November. So it really depends on how much time you have to actually go apply for those internship roles. Now, some companies recognize that university students don't all take the summer break off, and so they have internships running all the time. And the internships are usually three to four months, and they have an expectation that when you come in, there's going to be some amount of training, but that you're also going to take initiative to go learn things on your own. So being able to demonstrate either through project work or through those initial interviews of, you can kind of point me in the direction, give me a bit of a shove, and I'm going to go learn what you want me to learn, and I'm going to show you how I would demonstrate learning that thing. That can be also where some internship interviews may have kind of a take-home assignment or something like a take-home assignment where they say, hey, go take a day or two, go research this topic, go build a little something, send it back in. Let us see what you can actually go build on your own without us there sort of helping you through it. That said, companies do want to support you and they do want to help you through things when you're actually on the job, but they do want to know that they don't have to sit next to you all day, every day, showing you every little step of what to go do as part of your job. They expect you're going to have some amount of coding skill, some amount of problem solving that when you hear a problem, you can break it down into steps, figure out how to solve those steps with code, actually demonstrate putting together a whole working solution and then go do something with it. You don't have to be an expert level at anything with these internship roles. Again, we expect that your level of knowledge is going to be more limited because you're still in school. You haven't even finished your school program. So you're, you've only probably learned like introductory level kinds of things. Now, there are, uh, there are people that have asked this question on, on the stream before where it's like, how do I... How do I go get an internship if I'm still in my first year or second year of school? Um, it's going to be a little bit harder to get those internships because their expectation is like, well, if you've only been in school for, you know, a year, how much of those fundamentals do you even have? As, as opposed to like, oh, you've been doing this for a long, long time or you, well, not a long, long time, but like you're in your second year, third year. Um, you know, what's the expectation there about having um 
having enough of that fundamental knowledge to demonstrate that you can do the job. So more internships are going to be open probably after your second year, like after finishing your second year. Your third and fourth year, depending on your school, may get into more advanced topics or more niche topics where you're really getting into more of the specifics about um, like particular topics like machine learning or data science or scalability or, or whatever. You're probably going to be focusing more on those advanced classes. And so the internships that you apply for are going to be more focused around those bigger topics. When you get the second year, third year internships, though, you may not have focused in a particular area yet. And so as a company, my expectation, again, is that you've just got kind of these core fundamentals going. Um, so from there, I would say, um, like, what other advice? So you're probably not going to have very much in the way of, of projects. So building out that resume is going to be a little bit harder. You'll be able to show some of the technical skills of things that you've learned. You're probably going to want to show on the resume a little bit more about what you're actually learning in school. Like these are the courses that I've actually taken. Um, if I go look at this resume sample here, um, and for those listening to the podcast audio, I'm sharing uh, my screen where I'm showing an example of a resume. And you can you can find this uh, through the website. You can actually go to techinterview.guide and you can see an example resume on there if you want to go check this out. Um, but what I'm showing on the stream is in the education portion where you list bullet points about this is what I learned at my particular school. You'll probably want to expand this a lot more for internship roles where you talk more about what you've actually learned at school because you're not going to have a huge section full of projects where you can say, oh, I've built out this whole application You'll have some amount of project work, but it's not going to be as deep or as rich as other um, other students coming out of like a, a code school program where they're learning how to combine all of these tools together. For most university and college degrees, especially around computer science, you're learning how to go build those tools. So you'll have project work, but it's going to be project work about, you know, building out these kinds of tools and that's okay to list, but if you don't feel that you've got enough project work on there to fill out a one-page resume, uh, then you can expand more on the education portion. And tell me more about the classes that you have. And again, if you can put a GPA on there, I would recommend it. Um, one piece of advice that I've heard is only put the GPA on the resume if your GPA is over 3.5. If it's under 3.5, don't put the GPA on there. I kind of agree with that because you don't want to focus on negative things of like, oh yeah, I'm taking these classes, but I'm barely passing. You don't want to do that on your resume. So I would say if, if your GPA is less than 3.5, don't put it on the resume at all. If it's over 3.5, you could probably put the, the GPA on there. Some people will straight up ask like, hey, I see you're going to such and such a school. What's your GPA? At that point, you can tell them. I always recommend be honest about it. They don't really have a good way to verify it, but they might ask for verification, in which case you don't want to get you don't want to get caught being untruthful with them, or that's gonna you know be an immediate disqualification for for just about any job out there. So as far as other preparation, as far as networking goes, um, I showed a, a tool, and I'll, I'll put this link in the description as well. But there's this tool that you can go look at, um, which I'll put in chat, um, and I'll put it in the description here as well, where you can actually narrow down like. A particular company or type of skill or the type of role so I can put in here that I'm looking for an internship for say Python and I can click on this button so the the site is called hiring-search.fangpath.com and fang with two a's 
And when you submit that form, it's basically rebuilding a whole Google search for you to go find LinkedIn profiles of people who are hiring for the kinds of jobs that you just put in that form. So in this case, I'm looking for Python internships and it's trying to go find, okay, well, you know, in this case, it found a hiring manager for Appalachian.ai and it looks like they're hiring interns. So now you've actually got links to directly to LinkedIn where you can then go network with those folks. Send out a message to them, say, I'm looking to apply for internships later in the fall for next summer. I'd like to start meeting people and networking now. I've got some questions about your company if you've got a minute to, to talk. And then if they respond and say, yeah, I've got some time, then you want to send them a very specific short list of questions. Like I would say, start the conversation with like two at most three questions where you've given some thought into what kinds of questions you want to find out about that company. And if you want, I've got a YouTube video that you can go check out on my YouTube channel about company research and how to actually research a company to go find these kinds of questions that you want to ask when you're doing the networking. And then from there, actually getting the interview is up to you. And then from there, getting through the interview is also up to you as well. And so having those fundamentals and, and having enough study and practice ready to go will help you get through the interview from there. But I'm happy to help at any stage along the way, whether it's preparing that resume, writing up a cover letter, how do you explain projects and things like that. You're always welcome to come back to the live stream and I'm happy to help people out on that kind of stuff. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.